0: Oh, it's so lovely to be here. It's my first church of 2024. <laughs> Happy New Year. Can I still say that? Yeah. Day seven. Day seven. Wow. Do you know that, that worship time was so amazing. Thank you. Just felt like my tank was being filled up. Did you feel like that? Just, oh, this is, this is good. This is wonderful. But I, I do have something I want to share with you today, and blessed are the short-winded. Um, just want to give you a quick update on New day. But before I do that, I just think we need to just pause for a minute more. Is that okay? Of what God was saying to us. And the two words that came out was grace and peace. And I feel those are very, very important words for you as a church, but for each one of us as individuals. Scandalous grace, outrageous grace. I loved, I don't know who the lady was that prayed at the back, but my goodness, you carried the authority and the greatness and the kindness of Jesus to us. And I almost feel like God is saying, Don't be so hard on yourself. The enemy loves to make us think that we are defined by everything that we do right. Jesus has already done everything right for us. We've got to find that position in the shadow of the cross. Just find that place. And that peace that passes understanding, so just put out your hands if you feel comfortable doing that and Lord i I thank you that every day is a new day for you, and your mercies and your grace are new every morning and yes, we mark the beginning of a new a uh, new year, but you say day by day by day. And Lord, I know that so often at the beginning of the year, the temptation is to make all these major resolutions which become blimmin' revolutions in a few minutes. But we step into your grace and your peace now. And I feel that it's for households, Grace and peace, almost like that is being put on the lintels of your door. Grace and peace. in spite of the chaos that sometimes reigns in our homes. Grace and peace. And then where you're working and your colleagues, grace and peace. you carry his grace. You carry his peace on the streets the engagement that you have with people. And so, Lord, just thank you for that. Thank you for that anointing of grace and that anointing of peace. We breathe it in. If you forget everything else that I do this morning, but you just remember those two words, we've made it. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. So, it's just, um, yeah, it's lovely to be here again. I just want to thank the many of you who pray for New Day and support us and love us. Just a really quick update. So, last year was our year of overflow, and uh, it was incredible. So, let me just show you again where we're based. Thanks, David, or whoever's doing it. So, we're based just outside Cape Town, beautiful city, But incredible poverty in the area where we work in Tambu Village, Manenberg and Gugulay too. And um, it's incredible to see what God has been doing, even though it's high unemployment, lots of gangsterism, lots of HIV, and just devastation that goes on. God is at work. And last year in 2023 was the year of overflow. And we saw God do the most incredible things. We saw over 80 people last year, thank you, the next slide if I may, 80 people find jobs, employment, so there were 80 families suddenly that had finances coming in, and in one day we saw 18 people offered jobs. Isn't that amazing? Year of overflow, but more than that, Those are fantastic things. We saw over 200 people give their lives to Jesus. (laughs) And I just love that. But we've entered 2024, and Graham, thank you for your word, because for 2024, a new day, it's the year of trust. Trust. The year of trust. And I'm not going to go too much into all that we are standing on on that, but you can follow us. Please do that. Follow us on social media and um, sign up for our newsletter. And then our lovely Donna, thank you, Donna, for helping me on this. Thank you, Becky, for helping me set it out. I brought a whole lot of stuff that our people have made. And you may look at it and go, "Mm, that's very expensive. And I would agree in some ways, but it's more you're not in buying a product, you're investing in a person, and you're investing in a household. So, please have a look at our stuff up there. But I want to just give you the definition of trust, if I may. And it's this, an assured reliance on the character, ability, strength, and truth of someone. Isn't that amazing? An assured reliance. And I want to encourage you, as Graham was read that passage to us, lean in. Lean in on God, having confidence in that person, and that person is Jesus. But I just want to give you two scriptures that we as New Day are going to be exploring this year, and the one is found in Proverbs 3, verses 5 and 6, where it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding or your opinions. I find I've got opinions, and then I've got other opinions. Have you seen that? In all your ways, know and acknowledge him, and he will make your path straight. He's going to do it. And then the other scripture is found in Jeremiah 17, verses 7 and 8. It's very similar to Psalm 1 and says, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, who believes and relies in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by water that sends out its roots by the stream. And if I have a word for all you and for me, it's time for our roots to go deep into God. The world is in a mess. There's lots of, you know, flux and change that's going on around us, and it's going to get worse. It's not going to get better. But, uh, we will see God's goodness in spite of the storms that come, in spite of those moments where we jumped onto the water, and now we're sinking, that Jesus is going to put his hand down and hold us and steady us. And beloved, I do believe we need to know that in 2024. It does, here's, here's what it says, it does not fear when heat comes. Its leaves are always green, and I love this. It has no worries in a year of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Isn't that good? So we have the year of trust, and so please pray for us. I'm around in the UK until the 20th of February, and then I go out back to be with the team. They are just amazing people. They love it when I come and they love it when I go, so (laughs) that's how it is for me, but I I just love being with them. But one of the things that I have um, kind of put in place for 2024, I like just simple little rituals sometimes, and my ritual, and you're welcome to do this as well, is when I wake up in the morning, and actually I started doing it even in 2023, As I wake up, the first thing I say is, good morning, Father, good morning, Jesus, good morning, Holy Spirit, before anything else. And then I say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, holy is your name, your kingdom come, and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, and give me today my daily bread. And forgive me my sins as I forgive those who sin against me. And lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Shall I stop there? No, I'm not going to. But that word, your kingdom come, is a powerful statement your kingdom come. In the the, uh, Greek, it's the word basilia, which means your royal rule, your authority, your holy dignity come. Come in our lives, Lord, as frail as we are. Your kingdom come and your will be done And that word is the word thelema. I don't know too much Greek, but I know these words. Thelema, and it means this, God's supernatural intervention in the affairs of humankind and for all of life. God's supernatural intervention in the affairs of humankind and for all of life. Lord, your kingdom come and your will be done. But yesterday was the Feast of Epiphany for those who kind of keep those kind of days. And really what that is all about was when the Magi went to Herod and they said, we've seen a star and we're looking for this Messiah. And I have a habit of reading Lectio 365. I don't know if anybody else does that here. It's done by Pete Gregg. But one of the things that um, yesterday brought out as we begin to look at Feast of Epiphany is that there were three, three kind of categories of people. There was Herod, there were the religious uh, rulers, and then there were the magi. Interestingly enough, Herod was all about himself and the threat that this baby was going to have on him. And then the religious leaders who should have known better, Lord save us, was all they were interested in was holding on to the law. And then there were the Magi who were fascinated by what was going on around them. And I feel that there is a fascination we need to have as we go into 2024 to have that epiphany. Allow those suddenlies to come not just suddenies that shock us, but suddenies that come and just fill us with the goodness and the kindness of Jesus on a daily basis. Lord, great revelation. And so, I want to just share with you really quickly, I'm going to share some scriptures if, if that's okay, but in Isaiah 60 verses 1 and 2, which is often read at this time in the epiphany, And Isaiah says this, arise, I'm reading from the Amplified Bible. It says, arise from spiritual depression to a new life. And there are many people who suffer with mental health and depression. I understand that. But beloved, we are not given that privilege of suffering with spiritual depression. And spiritual depression comes when we allow the enemy to come knocking on our door and we open up more to him than Jesus, who's knocking on our door with grace and peace. And we open up to him and we become offended and cynical and religious And holding to a form of Godliness, but denying the power of God. And over here, Isaiah says, arise. And in 2024, it is time for us more than ever before, in spite of our frailties and fears, in spite of our insecurities, to arise. Stand up. And shine, be radiant with the glory and the brilliance of the Lord. Not radiant, trying to uh, shine with all performance. But radiant with his glory, his goodness, and his brilliance. For your light has come. And Jesus is the light of the world. We've got to watch that we don't snuff that out. In our lives, I've got to watch that I don't snuff it out in my life. The glory of the brilliance of the Lord has come. And then verse 2, which is so important for us, it says, For in fact, darkness will cover the earth. And we don't have to be afraid and filled with fear when our focus is Him. And we know his nature and character internally, that he promises he will never leave and never forsake. And darkness will cover the earth. And deep darkness will cover peoples. We see it. The selfishness and the self-preservation and the self-serving that goes on. It says, but, I love that. But. The Lord will rise upon you. And that word Jerusalem means city of peace. Lord, rise upon me and his glory and his brilliance will be seen on you. And in 2024, I feel there is something about God saying to you and me, it's time for my brilliance to be seen. We don't have to be perfect. I love that. We don't have to have all our ducks in a row. But as we stand before him, his brilliance will begin to shine upon our lives. And then Isaiah 9 verse 2 which kind of fits in with that passage in Isaiah 60. It says this: those who walk in darkness have seen a radiant light shining upon them. And on New Year's Day, I had a quiet, a quieter day, and I just started to think about the fact I'm a Christian. <laughs> I've got Jesus in my life. Now, I've, you know, I've been a Christian for quite a long time, and I should know better in many, many areas. But there was this moment of just coming again to the foot of the cross and being so overwhelmed with the kindness and the goodness of Jesus again. It says, those who walk in darkness have seen a radiant light shining upon them, They once lived in the shadow of death, but now a glorious light has dawned. But now, and I felt as I was reading this on New Year's Day, I thought, now this is the moment. Lord, this is the moment. I ask for that now, not just on January the 1st, but every day of this year. Lord, let your goodness come to me every day this year. Let me shine, let me arise, let me reposition myself. Let your brilliance be my portion in this crazy world that we find ourselves living in. And beloved, I truly believe for us as the church of Jesus Christ you know, we love to point the finger out. I was talking to somebody a few days ago, and the church, this is the church. Then and I said, "Sweetheart, just point the finger that way. We are the church. Don't point it out there. If you love Jesus, you're it." She didn't like that very much, <laughs> and it is uncomfortable. But I believe for us that God is raising up people who will intentionally love him every day. Let's not make it so complicated that we can't even reach it, but intentionally love him every day. It's not about lists, but it's about love. It's not about legalism, but it's about liberty, He set us free. And it's not about performance, but it's about passion. To be passionate about him. This year, this last year, I turned 66. I know. Don't look it. I do. And I got that little letter coming through that said, you are now due your pension. I thought, that's impossible. I can't be me. (laughs) And then I realized it was me. But there was something inside of me that said, every day matters on this earth that we live on. And I may be 66 in age, but by jingos, I want to be, by jingos, where does that come from? (laughs) But my goodness, Lord Jesus, I want to be somebody who loves you intentionally every day. Oh, Lynn, you don't have my battles. Absolutely true. Neither do you have mine. But let's allow our hearts to be raised up. Lord, hear my frailties, but use me. And to get rid of the dark noise that so easily comes our way and the opinions that surround us internally and externally. And I heard somebody once say this, live above sea level. Live above what you're seeing just with the natural eye. And so I want to give you a New Testament scripture that fits in with that passage in Isaiah 60 and Isaiah 9. It says this, Jesus says this in the Passion Translation, it says this. Thank you if we can put that up. You who spend your days shrouded in darkness can now say we have seen a brilliant light. This is New Testament, by the way, not old. And those who live in the dark shadow land of death can now say the light rises, the dawning light arises on us. And so, those words that are in italics, can we say those together? Okay, I'll say the first bit and you can say the the next bit back to me. You who spend your days shrouded in darkness can now say. (laughs) Let's try again. We'll get this. Because we're not based on performance, remember. You who spend your days shrouded in darkness can now say. And those who live in the dark shadow land of death can now say, The dawning light arises on us. Woo! What a powerful statement. That we've seen a brilliant light. And the dawning light arises on us. And beloved, God wants us to have in this year, 2024, a new Blueprint of his kingdom. Your kingdom come and your will be done. And a while back, I was at a conference and I heard a guy say this, which absolutely, it nearly rocked me right out of my seat. He said, We need to watch that we maintain a fresh fascination. And then he said this that we are amateurs of the new rather than experts of the old. Isn't that good? Can I have that up on the screen? Amateurs of the new, rather, oh, sorry, it's not there, rather than experts of the old. And so, as we begin to get ready for 2024, I feel that God would say to you and to me, and this is a prophetic kind of word here. Hopefully, it's not pathetic but that we are carriers of hope, carriers of hope. When you watch the news or you listen to the news or you listen to what's going on, when you read the newspaper, when you have conversations with people, beloved, I want you to be a carrier of hope in the midst of all the information. Now, that doesn't go, you go, it's going to all be fine. I'm not saying that. But a carrier of hope says, yes, I assimilate what is going on in my world around me, but I lift my eyes, and I said this earlier on, again under the shadow of the cross, and I thank you, Lord, that for me to live is you, and to die is gain. It's so, I love the songs we sang today. But beloved, we've got to now leave this building living those songs. Let that anthem be carried out. And you know when we know that it's a true anthem? When all hell seems to break loose against us and we're still standing. I'm still standing. I don't know where that came from carriers of hope and I have pledged this year as a year of where we as New Day have got the year of trust. It scares the living daylights out of me because there will always be challenges when there's this year of trust that come and in the natural I want to go maybe I should choose another word but I know That as I am a carrier of hope, so that will begin to ring as an anthem. I can trust him with all my heart. And the second thing I want to say to you is be bringers of joy. Be bringers of joy. Now, that doesn't mean that you go around like a Cheshire cat. But that joy in the Bible says it strengthens us. It's the but God in the spite of. And be that carrier of joy. Know it as an internal value, spiritual value inside of you. Lord, strengthen me every day. Let me carry that confidence in you. That the joy of you, Lord, goes before me and in me and with me. And yes, I can have joy in the weeping. because I have an eternal perspective, that God is with me. This last week, I went down to Milton Keynes to a funeral of a dear man who I've known for many, many years. And I watched as that coffin went into the grave. And I thought, Tom's died filled with joy. He's with his maker now. And it was amazing, because you know what they sang? Up from the grave he arose. I was thinking, I hope I'm not going to hear. But I thought, that's it. Grave, where is your victory? Death, where is your sting? I'm a carrier of your joy. And if you're struggling with mental health issues or depression, ask for God's joy to come in. Not happiness, but Lord, your joy. That illuminates me and helps me take another step. Just one step more, Lord. And then be fascinated with our Father in heaven. He's a good, good Father. And yes, I know that many people have had atrocious earthly fathers. And you know, sometimes it's just learned behavior that makes them like they are. Or mothers. But Lord, I lift my gaze, my Father in heaven. Holy, holy, holy is your name. And so, beloved, in this year, I'm going to encourage you, arise. Arise, shine. It's a command that comes in that passage of Scripture. But it's also a choice that we make. We can either arise or we can go, no, thank you. The choice is ours. Isn't that amazing? That's amazing, Grace. Arise and shine. For your light has come. Arise in his brilliance, not just in your own elevation. For his light has come. Arise for his name's sake. If ever the church is needing to arise, it's now. And I want to say this, and I say this humbly. It's beyond just food banks. Food banks are wonderful. Please don't read that I'm saying that's wrong. It's beyond just another meeting. It's beyond all that that we in our lives begin to arise and shine, that we become those living letters that the world reads. And they don't just read us. They read Christ in us, which is the hope of glory. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you. I thank you for your life, Jesus, your death, and your resurrection. I thank you, Lord, that, yes, we celebrated Christmas, but you are more than just a baby in a manger. You are the Christ, the Son, of the living God. And Jesus, we thank you today, just in this sung time of worship, how our eyes were placed on the Eternal One, the One who walked on this earth, who called people to follow Him, the One who died because His eyes were fixed. The one who forgave. The one who went into the tomb of death for us. The one who is resurrected. The one who is seated at the right hand of the Father, praying for us. Thank you, Jesus. And the one who is coming again to take us home. And I just almost feel like there is a call again to us in 2024 as we arise and shine, that we follow Him. We can stand. We can arise, we can shine, but the shining comes as we follow him. That his word is the lamp to our feet and the light to our path. That we choose in 2024 not just to do stuff for him, but with him. being led and keeping in step with him. Arise, shine. And I do believe that God's saying is as you arise, as you make that, that choice to arise, just as the sun when it rises, the brilliance of it begins to be seen more and more, the more it rises. so you can begin to say, we've seen a brilliant light and the dawning light rises on us. And so as we prepare for 2024, just the simple word that I brought today, if you need to make a choice to arise, And hopefully we will all agree to this. Maybe you are rising for the first time. Maybe you're asking Jesus into your life today in all his beautiful relationship. Or maybe this is an arising where you're saying, God, this is the year. This is the year that you've given me. I'm going to ask that we stand before the Lord. And I wonder if we could just put our hands out again before the Lord. And that holy surrender, not because of legalism, but of relationship. Lord, thank you for your anointing on us. As we move into this new year, that we will shine with all your brilliance that we will see your kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. Just begin to mark out your area of influence, where you live, your neighborhood. Begin to mark out where you have influence, the place where God has placed your feet, the workplace or wherever he's placed you. And just look around that space for a few seconds. Look around that space. Those people that you love, those people that you enjoy, those people who are challenges, those people that seem to hurt more than bring joy. and ask for God's brilliance to shine in that in those decisions that need to be made and those dreams that you might have arise shine and then move beyond that say lord where would you where would you want to use me beyond just what i know into the unknown, into that adventure. Where do you want me to get out of the boat? Where do you want me to walk to with you? Where do you want that amazing grace and that peace to rest? Arise, shine, for your light has come. And the glory And the brilliance of the Lord, let that anointing come on your life. You're never too old, you're never too young. And yes, there will be darkness, but the Lord will rise upon you. He is rising upon you. And I often remind myself, it's not the fickleness of my feelings, but the faithfulness of what he has done and his glory and his brilliance will be seen on you. (laughs) How amazing is that? But I feel there's something about following him and following his word, but it's also signs and wonders, the supernatural being evident. And so if you are needing God's healing on your body or maybe on your mind, Would you mind just lifting your hand up? Just lift it up. Yeah. And then can I ask the rest of us, as the light of the Lord is shining brilliantly upon us, maybe just put your hand on those people who have their hands up. Okay? Look around you. See them? There's somebody over there. Just let's see that every single one of us have God's brilliance on us. His light. Lord, we thank you now that we are carriers of miracles. And Lord, as we lay hands on our dear brothers and sisters, we lay hands with the confidence of who you are. And we say, Lord, use me. We lay hands on with compassion and genuine love and care. We lay hands on trusting in our God, the author and the perfecter of our faith. We lay hands on one another, Lord, because your word says, if any are sick amongst us, That we are to lay hands on them. And I know that it says the elders, but I want to commission you all as elders right now for this moment. Laying hands on one another. Trusting in God. And for those who have got your hands hands up, receive. Receive now. We speak Jesus over you, his life and his death and his resurrection. We speak the same power that raised Jesus from the dead into your frame right now. We speak the anointing and the grace of Holy Spirit upon you, the oil of his presence and we anoint you with that oil, that rich, costly oil. And we say over you, Christ is for you. We thank you, God, that you are the God of miracles. And I, I feel almost like God saying prophetically as we're doing this with one another right now, that this place is going to be known for miracle moments. And it's not just on Sundays, it's as each one of you go into the world where God has placed you, that God is going to give you opportunities to be able to pray for people in a very supernatural, natural way that will release them and they will see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living and the light will come on in their lives as well. And I thank you for that, Lord. And so as we standing together and got our hands on one another, I'd love us to just say this together. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. And so the Lord bless you, and the Lord keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance, his radiance upon you. And may you walk in his amazing grace and peace. Let's take a moment just to love one another a bit. Just just love one another. If people like hugs, give them those hugs. If they want handshakes, give them handshakes. (laughs) If they just go, that's enough, then stop. Thank you.